So yeah, um, as I said, this is not going to be DC Monthly. This is just going to be like a regular, you know, review episode, disjointed, uh, mismatched, kind of like the DC Universe right now. <laughs> Got him! Obviously, listeners, welcome to um, Fandom Done Right. Yes, welcome. Uh, we are, it's me, Cole, and I'm joined by Spencer and Tim, and we're talking about uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods. Cole, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> he wasn't going to see it. I wasn't going to see it, but you know what? I am so glad that my roommate called me while I was in the shower and told me I had 10 minutes to get my butt to the movie theater to watch this movie. You are glad. Um, really? I am glad. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, before we sat down and started recording, I started rewatching sh- the first Shazam. <laughs> I was like, what does he say? And <laughs> I had to turn it off. I had to turn it off because it's just so disjointed. Now that we've got the craziness that was Black Adam just thrown into this mix. And like we said in our group chat, just absolutely no regard for the other movies. So kind of organizationally, before we get into our thoughts, the nitty gritty, (laughs) we're going to talk about the movie for a bit. There's not that much to spoil. Obviously, technically, anything could be a spoiler, I guess, but we're just going to openly talk about the movie. We're going to skip out on the end credit scenes and maybe the end specifically. That shouldn't count as a spoiler because WB posted the video (laughs) spoiling the end of the movie. You're right. Okay, but everyone knows the cameo that's in the movie. I'm not necessarily talking about that specifically, but we will talk about that. But also, listener, if you're wondering, hey, what does this mean? What is going on with the DC universe? First of all, great question. Second of all, what's, <laughs> we don't know. We don't, we don't know either. But we'll do some healthy speculation at the uh, at the conclusion towards the end of the episode. If so, you want to call it healthy. Yeah. So Cole said you loved it. I was going to say something. I texted it to you, Tim, but I didn't let tell Spencer. I thought that this was akin to a well-done Percy Jackson movie. I felt like utilizing all the Greek mythology was done right. It was done in a fun way. Um, But I guess there's not much of a source material to mess up, like a direct source material. But that's just what it reminded me of was a fun Percy Jackson adventure. That healthy balance of kids slash family movies, then extremely gritty. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, hmm. You know, it's like the, the Percy Jackson-esque stuff in it was kind of toward the end, mostly. Um, but there were there was a lot of different stuff going on in this. Uh, I felt like it yes. continued the the themes from the first one really well uh and i'm just gonna give like a brief review Keep going. and then we'll go into it more yeah but yeah uh, all of the acting was great uh and the yes. creature designs were fantastic uh overall i really like this movie uh i'm confused um, with the ending, well, no, we all? no, I'm confused with the post-credit ending. I'm yes, a little disappointed with the actual ending. <laughs> okay, um, 
I'll start by saying I love the first Shazam. It's my favorite. It was or slash is might be my favorite DC movie. I don't know about that. I really like some of them. <laughs> Snyder Cut was something. I don't know if I could say anything that that long is my favorite thing because I'm not going to I'm not going back to rewatch that. Well, Shazam, I did rewatch. Dude, I'm ready for the nine hour uh, Avatar three cut. What on God's green earth? Sorry, what's on Pandora? Why? I'm not going to see Avatar three. I don't think I was that. Dis- I was just I know it's not in a common opinion. I just was. I'm not. That's not my thing. Um and I knew that, and I still went into Avatar 2, and I still didn't like it. Anyway, um, yeah, I think it was fine. Uh, it didn't do as much as I wanted in the sequel, and it, the story also felt, went a different direction than the first one seemed to be leading towards. We can talk more on that in the end credits. I felt this weird... I felt like it was not enough of everything. So, like, we didn't get enough time with the kid versions of the characters. We didn't get, we got more time with the adult version, the shazam Shazam versions of the characters. But that was so little in the last one that this still feels like not enough with them. And then the villains, they were, we got plenty of time with them. But I, I, I feel like all three of them were pretty phoned in. Um, that's, and maybe that's just because I knew I, felt... I knew that Anne specifically on the premiere they said what made you want to be in the DC universe she goes I needed a job I'm being so serious and like it was funny at the time but then I watched the movie and I was like oh <laughs> she just, I'm like a lot of these people don't want to be here <laughs> uh, right in defense of that actress this is like her like second full movie or something she was in west side yeah. story and i think that was her debut so there was another, i think it's fair that she wants one. to be wants to have a job <laughs> yeah no 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 judgment there i just knowing that information and then helen mirren and lucy Liu, or liu they're both their performances were not much to scream about either mm. and maybe it was the writing mm. and also like you, I felt like this movie was directed by a different person than the last one, mm-hmm. even though it's still Peter F. Sandberg. And so, I don't want to be the negative person, but I guess somehow I am. Somehow I have the least lowest opinion of this movie, but it was just fine. Um, it was fun. It had its moments, but it just felt kind of not enough. Kind of feel like a next side chapter in the story, but it didn't feel like a whole other movie there were a lot of really good gags in this movie not gonna lie yeah the um the flaming violin that was hilarious that was a good one to bring back um the uh he calls just some of the throwaway lines i know spencer you wouldn't get this one but there's one point where he uh he flies after the dragon that was awesome. Um, I thought the dragon was really cool. Yeah. But um, he called her Khaleesi, and I was like, ha, I understood that reference. The flying Sorry, effects. Spencer, you're out no, of the... the flying effects were really good in this one. Yes. I think that was improved um, upon as well. <clears throat> I like the callback I guess something to the first that... one with um, the character from the DC universe, but we don't see their face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. That was uh, perfect. That was hilarious. That was really, really good. Honestly, one of the one of my favorite parts of the movie, although when they when he, when they, they finally turned around, who the face just didn't match up and it was so weird. I, I felt I like felt uncomfortable. I felt like his his like dreams of. Can we can we say that person's name in in his dreams? Yeah, sure. Uh, but he, everyone he knows was dreaming she's of it. yeah. He was dreaming of Wonder Woman. Uh, I felt like mm-hmm. that should have been the the clip for the TV spot rather than the one at the end, uh, because that yes. like 
we don't actually know if it's going to be the the same actress Gal Gadot or not. Uh, and so it's mm-hmm. not actually. It's also just a gag in the in the video, not kind of something important. Yeah, I agree with that. So that was one. That was fun. Okay, so let's just get into it. <clears throat> so I've been kind of thinking as a reviewer of lots of different movies and shows. We've done a lot of reviews now on this podcast and other podcasts I've joined in on. And so I've been trying to think about what is the perfect sequel and what what factors play into like everything a sequel should be. And I actually made a post about this on Enola Holmes, which is that I, I thought of that after I walked out of this movie. So I think one of them, there's kind of a few different factors. So number one picks up well from the first story. I would say this one does that sort of. Um, it uses the the MacGuffin, if you will, of the first movie to immediately pour into this movie. But it also feels like they skipped out on the end credit scene of the first movie with uh, Silvana and the worm. I thought they were going to do the worm in this one, and they didn't. Don't get me started on the worm. That's from the first movie, so it's not a spoiler. Uh, Uh, I I want to jump in real quick, uh, because this is a great thing for this. I kind of want to read some Shazam comics now, because I cannot think of any of his villains. Like... I know the first one had Savannah. Uh, He's the one that I knew of. Yeah. And then lately Black I've heard. Uh, yeah, yeah. Black Adam, of course. But lately I've heard that like the uh, Dr. Mind, the worm, has like a, he controls like a, a large group of monsters. That was one of the first bad groups of villains in, in DC Comics. And but then all the rest of it is like a talking lion or alligator or something like that. So it just the creatures in this movie seem like they were better suited for a Wonder Woman film. Um, mm. and that's not even something bad against it. I just I don't know much about Shazam villains. Sabak from Black Adam oh, yeah. is actually more of a Shazam villain than Black Adam. Yeah. I'm just looking at a bunch of And I think well, um, I think Black Adam's I think Black Adam's kind of the same way where he doesn't actually have villains, mainly because he usually is the villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I Sorry, didn't... sorry, Spencer. Yeah. yeah. No, you are fine. Okay, so the second factor I've put in is like that characters change, that they evolve from the first one. And I think that that is one thing that this movie does really well. But I didn't love all the I didn't love all of the changes. So like Billy has a small character growth arc in this one, much much smaller than the first one. Really, he's just almost completing his arc from the first one. Mhm. Mary has a small arc. Uh, all of them kind of have their, their little bits. But ironically, Freddy is a huge piece of the first movie. And he does have a story in this one. But I feel like he hasn't changed, at least in a way that I want. In this one. Yeah, kind I of, didn't like what he, he, he was annoying. Yeah, he kind of gets worse as a character in this one. And that's not against the actor. Mm-hmm. It's just the the story and the writing and what it necessitated. And that's what we call lazy writing. That's just lazy writing. I don't know about that. It's just the (laughs) writing that they, it's not, I don't know if it's lazy writing. Uh, I would call a dome, a lazy writing. (laughs) Yes. I said that. Um, I was like, Oh yay. More sky beams. (laughs) Only one sky beam, but the dome was super, super lazy writing. I was like, Wow. This is this is really annoying, actually. <laughs> I felt like it paid off well in the end, though, for Billy's character when he realized he had to make that sacrifice. Yeah, I guess. But like, we can they, make the dome smaller now. We can. <laughs> like, let's, 
Just don't have the dome. <laughs> Just don't have the dang dome. So that's Speaking one piece of, of powers it. of the. Oh, Go ahead. The daughters of Atlas. I liked Anne's powers. That yes. was neat. Very like Doctor Strange esque, <laughs> but also that would be super useful. You could say okay, Doctor Fate esque. This is interesting because uh, uh, it's not common that Spencer's like the villain of the episode where he's. <laughs> I know. Uh, not hating on it, but not liking the the film we're reviewing. Uh, I would say I'm. It's not often I'm the one completely defending it, but I'm gonna take a swing at it. So I liked the dome a lot. I don't know if I liked what they did with it, but here's what I was hoping they were gonna do with it. I was hoping they were gonna take away all of the family's powers except for Billy Batson as Shazam. Yeah, and then. The the uh the magic staff was gonna break, and so he would be the only one with the powers, and then that would lead uh, that would be the end, uh, and so then in the third movie he would be the only one as Shazam, uh, they didn't do that, but I felt like the dome was a good way of secluding him from the other heroes, uh, that could have been the case um but i felt like it worked well for a sacrifice that limited uh destruction that was a big issue that people had with the other dc films uh and (laughs) but oh while i'm on on the train of defending this movie uh i so spencer a while ago you mentioned uh lucy Liu and uh helen murren um I actually really liked Helen Murren in this movie. Uh, she's one of those actors I like that Helen just... Murren. I'm just okay. saying the, the character was fine. <laughs> okay. I don't have yeah. anything against the woman. Uh, she She's just one of those actors that just has such gravitas in, in scenes where, where you like, she doesn't have to say anything and you know what she's saying. Uh, but I did feel like there had to have been like a scene or two that was cut between... Uh, Helen Murren and Lucy Liu because uh, when Lucy Liu originally just takes off with the dragon and leaves uh, Anthea and Helen Murren on the rooftop it just felt like something was missing it's like you guys mm-hmm. aren't going to do anything or, or say no don't leave or something like that that's actually one the of my chemis- big gripes of the movie the chemistry between the three sisters was very off yes Maybe yeah. they weren't even in in the actual room <laughs> together when they filmed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, they were not thinking about the other DC heroes because they were not thinking about the DC universe when they made this movie. Oh, oh, yeah, except yeah. For, you're right. Except for you're the right. gag. Except for the gag. Uh, except for the one character that everybody knows about, which is Wonder Woman. And then the end credit scene. <laughs> they were like, oh, we better loop this back in with the DCEU. Well, he referenced we'll uh, he referenced uh, Flash. Yeah, and... but like those are the same amount of references from the first one. Yeah, and they're not trying to write their way out of a corner. They were not trying to write their way out of why aren't the other heroes at this thing? That was not clearly yeah. not a factor. So yes, I would say the chemistry between the sisters was off, but the chemistry between the family was just as great as it was before. Um, mm-hmm. so what was, that was number two. Yep. Um, so number three is more of the stuff that you love from the first one. This again, I've already kind of said how I feel about this. I loved Freddie and Billy's relationship and they're barely on screen together in this one. Yeah. I love the foster family and everything. Mm-hmm. And I just felt really, I don't know where the time would have been or where the time went to. Cause it was like a two hour movie. But I just felt shafted. Like, I felt like we barely got any time with the family as a whole together, except for some moments, brief moments in the final act. But where'd all the time go? Was it all with oh. uh, oh, Javon Honsu in the cave? With the foster parents, too? <laughs> because a lot of yeah. the time, the, the kids are um, superhero versions of themselves. 
that too. Uh, so I think that, which that actually cut into that. I don't Which is aiming in the house. <clears throat> yeah. So I just felt a little bit like we didn't get as much time with the whole family. Ironically, because Mary's uh, Shazam counterpart is just Mary, which I'm glad they made note of that. <laughs> when they like uh, Shazam is like Mary's Mary, obviously. <laughs> but that was the only like connecting point, I guess. And the, the girl that, oh, Darla, the, the adult actress for Darla is, like, perfect. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Darla's my favorite of the kids. Like, Asher Angel Why and Zachary Levi feel more different than they used to. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know. Well, that was a big critique I saw from the first movie is that uh, uh, Asher Angel and... Asher Angel's Billy Batson and Zachary Levi's Billy Batson are just drastically different. And uh, it just doesn't feel like maybe an adult maybe, version maybe of him. Yeah, it maybe just it's feels like similar. almost different personalities completely. Yeah, I would agree. I don't know how to do that better. So anyway, more of the stuff we love from the first one. So there were some things I loved, like the, the bridge scene was really fun at the beginning. That was like that the bridge was more scene. of. I could have lived without the bridge scene. I felt like it went too long. Maybe that was maybe that was it too. I don't know. Because it went on for a while. Yeah, it's true. I yeah, think um, it just. I think that scene just seemed like a long time because, like in other films, we have a scene like that, like with Spider Man or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it it feels shorter because there's there's a villain in it um this didn't have a villain uh and so it was it was just seeing six heroes fly around and save people in this case in this case they were the villains of that scene (laughs) kind of i mean that's i mean that's ultimately why it was included was just kind of show that was a great gag too where they were like (laughs) all right separate save now we just have to put this bridge back together (laughs) <laughs> the bridges in the river. <laughs> that one made me laugh out loud. So I feel like actually, you know, I'm going to take back what I said. I think Billy Batson, like Zachary Levi, Asher Angel are actually closer together in this one. But also it's mostly yes. because we don't see Asher Angel very much at all. No. I think he's in about three minutes of this movie, kids. <laughs> and by kids, I mean listeners. So... Yeah, I just it didn't have enough of what I liked from the first one again, except I did love the wizard. Jamon Hansu is amazing. I read something the other day that he's not getting as much work as he'd like. What's going on? This guy is the best. It's a shame. He's everybody hey. loves him. He's the Hold he's up. one of the best in this movie. Hold Time out. As sad as it was this week to receive the news that what's his face Lance Lance Reddick. Reddick. Um, passed away. He should be, uh, Dion, Dijon, Jamal Hansu should take his, yeah, that guy, he should take over the role of Zeus in Percy Jackson. Uh, yes, hundred percent. We should also change it. So he plays Ajahad again. <laughs> <laughs> of course. While we're at it. But that, uh, when we, well, when we said Ajahad, we said if Jamon Hansu doesn't come back, yes. well, it's kind of a mutual understanding. But he was so great in this one. End scene. I was he's wearing all the fly I, clothes. I, yes. Um, I guess I didn't remember him having such little screen time in the first Shazam yeah, he movie. Doesn't. He really doesn't. Um, and then I read up while I was watching the movie, I read up like the wizard's actual character in the comics and it got so complicated so quickly that I had to like, all right, we're done reading this. Let's see. So the last point I had, and this was where Tim might disagree, but a perfect sequel in a perfect sequel, the writing and performances are a step up from the previous jump. And I would say mostly that's it. Mostly for Shazam 2, it's a negative on both counts. Oh, okay. I was like, where would I disagree with? Uh, 
I I might disagree with the the acting part. I th- I felt like the acting in this one was uh, about the same or maybe a little bit better than the first one. Writing, Minus the I, it's been t- it's been too long since I saw the first one to to comment about that part. That's fair, and. Yeah, I just feel like some of the performances were not as good, but maybe it was because of the writing. Like, they have to go together, so it's like... Yeah. Some part... Yeah. It doesn't always mean a bad performance. It could just be the bad writing, or vice versa, or the shooting. But those are kind of my thoughts on it. Like, I don't think this is... I didn't think this was better than the first one, but I think some parts of it, like, recovered from what the first one lacked, I guess. Hmm. So let me let me pose a question to you guys that I've had since I saw the first one. Do you well before I ask the question, I'll give a little bit of context. As I've already said, I don't know much about Shazam from the actual comics. I know him from (laughs) yeah, I know him from animated stuff uh, and just various trivia stuff. Uh, But so. Stuff I do know about him in the comments is there's Shazam, there's Mary Shazam, and Shazam Jr. That's all of the Shazam family I know of. I know there are a few others, but I don't know if they have names or if that's just in the Flashpoint Elseworld stuff. So do you think it was... But also the wizard's name is Shazam. uh, Introducing the Shazam family in the first film and having the the second film centrally about the Shazam family, or do you think that helps Billy Batson as an orphan be in a good character and have character growth in the movie? Somehow, I, I, I say yes and no, because the Shazam family was really fun, but the kids the kids and the foster parents chemistry is what made the first one really great. And so maybe as much as it would have been difficult to juggle the adult actresses and their budgets and screen time or what have you, I would have liked it if say when they were in the rock of eternity, they're just in their kid forms more often. So maybe, Mm. and so maybe that would, and then at the same in the same breath, maybe it would have been better if they were quickly taken away all of their Shazam forms and Billy Batson be the remaining one for the rest of the movie, like two thirds of the movie. I know there's there's one storyline in the comics where I think it's I think it's Mary uh, doesn't want to stay Mary. She just wants to be Mary Shazam. Uh, the whole time, and so that like turns and this into is the a, opposite. Yeah, yeah, and it turns into like a like a dark side power. Um, so I felt like that could have been cool to kind of tease in this movie, and then maybe explore it in the third one more. But they didn't really do that with any of the characters. Well, well, Freddie wanted to be. Oh yeah, Freddy. yeah, yeah, Freddie, yeah. But again, Captain I didn't every like that. Power. I didn't like that turn. <laughs> Captain Every Power is funny. That's another thing. I thought they all had specific powers. Like one had the wisdom of Solomon, and one like Mary had the wisdom of Solomon, and one had the speed or whatever. No, they all have they all the alluded, powers. Yeah, they alluded to it a little bit, but also they were like, "No, everybody's still got the powers," and it that was very confusing. It was because when he said, "Like, oh, you don't have wisdom. The wisdom's with that one." I was like, "Okay, so maybe one of the one of them has the Sol- the wisdom of Solomon, and the other one has the speed." None of them have the wisdom of Solomon. Mary's just the only adult non idiot on the team. <laughs> <laughs> you I know what? It. We haven't even talked about favorite characters in this movie no let's do that before we get into spoilers okay no let's do it right now so oh yeah steve steve was awesome (laughs) i knew i was gonna bring up (laughs) 
<laughs> the letters uh, that when, they all wrote together. The, <laughs> <laughs> the one that he sent to Herspia. That was so funny. All right, guys. What Does anyone do have now? red Gatorade? <laughs> what is the what red is Gatorade? Gatorade? I think the wizard's my favorite character in this one. They changed his his design, and I wasn't opposed to it. No, it's either the but wizard also... or, or or Mary. Um, also. Freddie made a very good point of what kind of wizard is he? He doesn't know any spells. <laughs> the best kind, Cole. Javon Hansu kind. Oh my gosh. And he doesn't have a hat. Yeah. I was oh, he does s- at the end. Never mind. Yeah, he does at the end. I was going to say Billy, like uh, Zachary Levi Billy Batson, but some of his scenes were really rough. And some of his scenes were really great. Mm-hmm. Um... I also I also like Darla a lot. Always. With the, the with the unicorn. Slow mo Skittles. <laughs> yes. Taste I was like, is rainbow. this a commercial for Skittles? <laughs> I was like, why haven't they used this as a TV spot? <laughs> I don't want it. Yeah, I don't want it. Yeah, we sh- they should have. I think their advertising for this movie was really trash. I should yeah. point that out as mm-hmm. well. But also good at the same time. Because this the, the first commercials didn't awesome. really spoil very much. Except no. for the cameo. Um, Alright, so <laughs> you guys might be mad at me. I'm not going to say Zachary Levi is my favorite character from this movie because he's the main character and that's just a cop-out. I'm going to say Freddy. Mm, interesting. Ugh. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> Man, he's Spencer... is a great actor. <laughs> When when we do our review of Mission Impossible soon, man, it's gonna get feisty. You and I keep disagreeing on everything. <laughs> no, we'll be back on track. <laughs> we'll be back on the uh, camera following Tom Cruise running track. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I do think about that. I mean, next week we're talking about. Uh, I think next week we're talking about both Deadpool's. So, anyway, I know. Uh, Man, I just yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get into this, but I think I think Zachary Levi might be on something. He's, I don't know if you've seen any of the interviews. I've seen some interviews he was doing for this movie, and he's like a little more all over the place than he used to be. Uh, I, I my my money would be on speed or Adderall. Um, so I felt like his performance in this movie had these weird moments with that kind of stuff. Also the costume design, mm-hmm. just cause I'm thinking about was awesome. Uh, yeah. Much, it was much better than the first one. Yeah. I mean, I think just more money. I think they had more money going into this one. Than yeah. The first one. And uh, along with that, all the creature designs, especially the dragon were just phenomenal. See, I didn't, I feel like they looked good, but, they weren't what I was wanting. I guess they're all, it's the same problem as the first one. They're all the same colored gray. Yeah. And yeah. Some yellow, some, some earth tones. Oh, and that was, uh, I, I did. The fun. wooden dragon was just a great choice. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really cool choice. I did tell you guys in, in our test uh, chat, uh, this movie felt like the first one in that it was uh, trying to decide and forgetting if it was a, a movie made for family and children or very dark. <laughs> oh my gosh. I had to look away some... when the wizard was pulling the splinter. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Up close. And we see several civilians Why? die. And, and it reminded me of the scene in the first one when uh, the sins uh, get released in the conference room and just start killing people. I was like, Oh, what? Wait, what? What's this movie rated? <laughs> <laughs> mm hmm. Okay, so what was the what was the Chuck reference? Oh, Spencer? when when they revealed themselves to the parents, uh, Zachary Levi said, "Don't freak out." But like it was yes. really it was really like pointed the way that he like the way that was framed and everything and the way that he so don't freak out like it was it was really good. 
Mm-hmm. I thought that was I thought that was nice. That was maybe his idea, but so ratings before end credit scenes. We'll let you guys say the nice things I, first. <laughs> so IMDb says I, this oh. is six point seven. Rotten Tomatoes has it fifty three, and Metacritic at forty six. So we'll just have that as a little palette before we say ours. Mm. A baseline. Let, a baseline. Let's just start by saying I don't disagree with those. I don't think. What was Metacritic? <gasps> forty six. Oh, that's a little low. Or forty five. That's a little low. But I said I'd had the I said I had the lowest opinion. So yeah, yeah, you do. Of this film, oh, of this film, you do. Yeah, of this film specifically. <laughs> I would give it like a. I. I mm. Cole. Say something. <laughs> I, I'd give. I, I felt like it deserved an eight, in my opinion. I just really enjoyed it. <laughs> no. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're just all flipping the script on this one. <laughs> I guess we are. I'm kind of pissed too because I was at work the other day and everyone was talking smack on Marvel, and like people complained about Quantum Mania and like different levels of different games entirely, like between that one and this one for me. But mm-hmm. anyway, too. Yeah, but I just I just think they they're such different movies. Uh, well, actually, yeah. Huh, that's that's interesting. Uh in Ant-Man uh he's trying to find time with his family and in this one he's like uniting with his family in a sense. Billy's that's trying to keep them all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, oh, in a minute I'll relate it even more, but in a bad way. Um I think for this <laughs> one I would do I would give it like a uh 76 seems good 7.6 yeah i would give it a here comes six maybe a five i was gonna do 5.5 whoa (laughs) i know (laughs) i was i think that might be the lowest rating you've given a movie on here no. Insert that what if new Andrew Garfield meme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if I, I think I gave what if a five out of ten, so that's oh, yeah. yeah, you gave what if. Yeah, a five you did out not of like 10. what if. <laughs> um I liked some bits of what if, but yeah. Yeah, I think five I think six. I think I still love parts of this movie, so I think I'm gonna sit at a solid six out of ten Shazam members. We didn't get to see the foster parents, Shazam. That's all I wanted. <laughs> or a Shazam van. Shazam, if you will. See, that's what I felt like was very Percy Jackson about it, was when they all got in the van, and it all right, all right, to the battle van. That's like straight out of uh, Last Olympian, where uh, Paul and Sally just like show up in the middle of the Battle of New York City. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, All right, so f- okay. for this next part, uh, before we talk about the post-credits, I want to mention one thing about the actual ending. It felt the exact same thing as Quantumania. Uh, Zachary Levi, Shazam <laughs> died, and then there was no actual consequences to it. And I'm not saying I wanted nope. him to actually die, but... I thought it would have been a good twist if he had. yeah. I that would have been a really big twist. <laughs> I kind of agree. I also, but I do feel like this actually did it better than Quantum Mania did because Quantum Mania was too quick. It was like, oh, they're stuck mm-hmm. there. Oh, oh, now they're leaving. Or, yeah, you know, I like still it think was. They should have the stayed in were the not the same. Realm. I think Billy fighting it by himself in the dome and and the building of the music and everything. They just they pulled it a little better. Yeah, but I. I didn't like how Wonder Woman just brought all of the magic back to the God Realm. Like, that's the whole point of the staff. And so then... I think I liked that they were all human again, too. Not that I wanted Billy dead. Yeah. So maybe they could have brought Billy back to life, but not the staff. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that would have been good. 
I think that would have been better. And then then like it would leave things less open for a third one because I don't necessarily think there will be now. Yeah, like it would yeah, have kind of covered a great that reception. issue. It wouldn't but, well that and just the, the reboot as also. Yeah, I felt I don't know. I felt like Wonder Woman being the one that brings it made sense to me be, just because of um, the first Wonder Woman movie, the only one that actually matters. Um, she's like the sword of the gods. And so for her to be like the final spark of the gods makes sense to me, at least. It's very common. It's really, it's really weird that Shazam and Wonder Woman movies have more to do with each other than Shazam and Black Adam. <laughs> yep. They had a neutral character. Yeah, I, mean, I know, but still. <laughs> uh, so, but this is interesting. So we have a god realm, and there were a lot of different monsters in this in this movie. And James Gunn, the first chapter of his DC slate is gods and monsters. Gods and so monsters. I think Wonder Woman. We we never really had a confirmed movie with Wonder Woman in in Gunn's slate. We had that Themyscira, uh, pre prequel uh yep yeah paradise lost uh but so i think wonder woman is probably going to have a big part in in that slate and it's probably going to be gal gadot um and now which is surprising is going to kind of have a part in that too um with the with the first maybe that was the second uh post credit scene with uh uh, don't remember their names, uh, but um, two two characters from Peacemaker and Suicide Squad come and recruit. See, I disagree. Shazam. I disagree. I think the first scene was just trying to put some connective tissue between this and Black Adam, and they didn't really know what they were building towards. So him being recruited for the Justice Society, I don't think that's going anywhere. No, because they're not I don't doing think a Justice either Society of- movie. I don't think either of the end credit scenes are going anywhere. Correct. So why they even put it in the final cut is beyond me. I think this movie was just like beyond reshooting. It was not worth reshooting. And they just let them release it as they were going to release it anyway. And so this Mm -hmm. this movie feels like it was released under the previous regime. That's interesting. But they're just releasing it to try to not lose money on it. Oh, I definitely agree with that. (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm not saying they're going to completely cut it, but Shazam 3 is not looking great. I don't see how that's going to. It could still fold in with James Gunn's universe. I guess. But it would be they want to create a new universe and they want to have a new Superman and a new Superman suit. And so the you want it to feel different than the DC universe. And this has just enough connective stuff with the old DCEU that that could be difficult. See, mm-hmm. but the, them including that post credit scene with two people from uh, Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad, which are going to be t- continued upon in the Walker um, show. Waller. And, yeah, sorry, Waller. And... Uh, and uh, Peacemaker season creature, two, they're going to be in Creature Commandos. Creature Commandos. Like those two characters are going to be in the future DCU, and so I think Shazam will be in the future, but maybe not. There probably won't be a Shazam three, and no. Black Adam won't be bad. Yeah, but it's that's the, that's the <laughs> yeah that's the most annoying bit is that we're so far away. I don't want him to be in the Justice Society. I want him to be part of the Justice League, and I was hoping that yeah he would have joined in a Justice League two that we never got. Yeah, I felt like that. Was I just the plan. don't feel like he would have. I don't feel like he would have fit in with the Justice League that they created, though. I think he would have brought a levity to it. That would have been nice. I think I but. think the Justice Society will probably show up in the Authority movie. I don't understand. I, I don't think know. I don't understand that at all. I think they have to full on reboot. It is going to be really confusing oh. if they don't. Yeah, it's going to be super confusing. 
but that's they cannot, that's the way they, they decided bring, to go. They can't do the Justice Society from like Black Adam and this into the Authority movie. That's not going to work. No. I mean, with gonna them reset the only whole universe in the Flash. But but then Aquaman's still going to be the same. Flash might still be the same. Wonder Woman will still be the same. So basically, the only two that they're recasting are Superman and Batman. I don't mm-hmm. think. See, I don't think Aquaman's going to remain. I think that's going to be the last dying breath of this DCEU because he's going to play Lobo. Yeah. If anything, I think he's going to play Lobo and they're not going to do anything with Aquaman for a hot minute. So do you think with the reception of the Shazam movie and Black Adam and the news of the DCU, whatever is happening, do you think uh, the Flash and Aquaman are going to have poor bots office uh, reception? The Flash will have a good box office reception. Um, yes. Blue Beetle will have a poor office, box office reception because they haven't done anything to advertise it. Slash. Actually, let me, re- let me rephrase that. The Flash will have a good reception because it had a dope trailer and Michael Keaton's in it. And there's some other good things in it as well. Blue Beetle might not even get released. That's true. <laughs> and Aquaman will do not as good as the first one. Slash, not great at all. Probably because they're not going to promote it. Well, they're why not. Why would you? Why would you dump people... money into marketing when you know it's not going to do well? When you know, I people aren't yeah. going to want to watch it. People haven't wanted to watch it because after last summer, also that with um, Amber Heard. <laughs> That's true. So I like the first Aquaman movie, but I'm not excited for Aquaman two anymore. and because of covid it's also just been too long i'm more excited for blue beetle than i am for aquaman you know what would you know would actually be oh i like blue beetle i just really like the aquaman movie the first one (laughs) what if they did a soft reboot put these put this shazam family in the new dcu and do a shazam tv series again with this cast. Ooh. Yeah, a TV I'd series like might work. I think it would because then you'd get all the character time with the family and it can be little stuff and big episodes and you can do the big old worm. He's not big. He's he's actually a regular sized worm. But I feel like that would be a more entertaining thing and it'd be easy to easier to make and release. Cuz then you'd be it'd be like a Shazam family series but it wouldn't have to be multiple seasons if they could do it on the same budget roughly as they did the movie i don't know and then you could do little cameos and stuff from the new dcu characters yeah i think that might work slash though they might have to recast zachary levi for things i already said in this episode (laughs) I, I still use he's you at least was my favorite act one of my favorite actors and i hope he's doing well but he's an oklahoman now so really <gasps> he's right behind me he lives just in, kidding <laughs> he lives in tulsa i thought what i thought he lives in i think he lives outside of austin texas off to no, he bought a off to go to tulsa tomorrow and look <laughs> i'm pretty good. sure he bought a home in tulsa <laughs> Oh, well, don't come for me, Zach. Although apparently he's trying to use this movie to get a Chuck movie going again. I'm like, it is too late, man. (laughs) Yeah, it is so late. It is beyond too late. And this is not the movie to try to get it running with. (laughs) The only way that a Chuck movie is going to be made is if somehow they made a psych Chuck crossover movie. And they can't do that because uh, oh. he's literally already in <laughs> Zachary Levi is in the first yeah. sight movie. <laughs> they can still do it. Who cares? Um, so announcement time, unless you guys have any other thoughts about Shazam Fury of the Gods. Nope. So we have this is the last DC episode ever. Just kidding. Um, that we're going to do in this format. 
So as just DC, like James Gunn, we're we're, uh, we're rebooting. It's a soft slash <laughs> yes. hard slash. What am I doing? Reboot. <laughs> That's actually Tim actually put it better than I ever could. So we're gonna do a little reboot of our DC shenanigans over here, and we're gonna put them into one DC show. And I know what you're thinking, man. They've done a lot of different DC episodes in the podcast. Are we going to recognize those? Yes. Are we doing a new thing? Yes. <laughs> so we are doing, big surprise, everybody. We we really cooked on this name. The The creative team really worked on hard on it. DC Monthly-ish. <laughs> Except the ish is not in the title. Anyway... Uh, we're planning, it's going to be really fun. It's going to be a little different. It's going to be pretty different than Marvel monthly. So if there's a thing DC coming out, we're going to focus on that. But otherwise it's going to be a lot of looking back at the animated stuff. Cause Tim wants to spend, we all want to spend some more time on those things. Um, so we're going to be looking at the good DC things that we haven't talked about yet. Maybe prepping for new movies that are coming out. Um, and then of course I would like to, now that we actually know what comics the movies are could somewhat be inspired by it. We actually can read the material and review it on the podcast and talk about those things. So a lot of things to talk about. Uh, I believe we're planning our, we're still working on our first one of those to be released in May ahead of the flash. It, uh, Tim, would you like to give them a hint as to what that would be about? Um, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm going to guess flashpoint. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, I'll give you a hit. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> I've got one question for you, Tim. You want to get nuts? Oh, my bad. <laughs> Sorry. My bad. I know what we're talking about nuts. now. Yes. So I'll give another that's all, hit. That's all. He's, he's some bird man. Mm. He's a bird man or a, a, a similar flying mammal man. <laughs> Or another similar flying bird, man. <laughs> yes. So that's what we're hoping to talk about. That's what we're planning on talking about <laughs> in the first DC, in DC Monthly, number one in May, ahead of the Flash. And then the rest of this year, we're going to be doing other things. And Slash, it, it's going to be a, a half and half of talking about cool DC stuff. And then is the DCEU dying? That's like the other... <laughs> That's the other over overriding storyline starting right here with the Shazam review. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we actually have Marvel Monthly next week. So get excited for that. We're doing a double feature episode. So um, I'm excited to talk about Deadpool things next week. Um, don't, bring your kids, don't bring your kids to next week's episode, <laughs> please. <laughs> I might have to fast forward some stuff. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, on behalf of all of us, keep what is it? Keep your swords sharp. May your store, may your swords stay sharp. <laughs>